0: review y'all jump the rest jump with my boy john hastens john hastens up in his bitch and that dude dylan got bro dylan got so what you got you know what it is come on
1: hey everybody before you enjoy this amazing episode of the wrestler review please note that I, Dylan Gott, am a blithering fucking idiot, and instead of recording into this wonderful microphone I'm using right now, uh, recorded off the laptop mic for the first half of the podcast, so enjoy 25 minutes of abysmal audio, our patented podcast trick, apparently. 25 minutes of abysmal audio, followed by, ooh, a sweet 30 minutes of wonderful candy for your ears, on this episode of King Kong Bundy. Some lols, some falls, and some malls. The last two make no sense. Thank you for listening, guys. We love you so much. Lay us down on a bed of roses and make love to us with your peenies or your vaves.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rest Review. Also, this week, no champion will be made in the reviews reading challenge. That's right. Go write a new review at rest at the Rest Review iTunes page, and I will read it. And the best one will be champion for a week. Of the Shut Up Your Fat World Heavyweight belt. That said, I then had to, but I had to check reviews and then realized, oh, that episode has only been out for a day at terms times of recording. <laughs> um,
1: yes, that's right. We're doing a sweet, sweet 15-hour time difference recording. So, of course, uh, not enough reviews have been written in... The twelve hours that we've had this episode. That of. said,
0: of the sixty-four, the sixty-four reviews that we have, um, all of the negative ones, there—it's the best. All of the negative ones, save for one that are like, "These guys are both stupid and unfunny." All of the like one-star ones are like, "Very informative." Could they please stop talking about cum? I don't like
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no yeah, what's even better what's even <laughs> better
0: about it is it's like very informative about the art of wrestling that said all of this body liquid talk don't go in for it and then right underneath it's just shut up your fat <laughs> <laughs> and people
1: like people either uh, want to get covered in it or they don't want to talk about yeah
0: it, and know. those are the people that just drink it in a glass
1: <laughs> I will say this if there's wrestling fans out there that do not like all the cum talk. You 100% of the guys that jack off the most.
0: Yeah, you're the ones that say...
1: <laughs> Those are the guys who are like, I don't like when they talk about it because it makes me touch it. And it's already bleeding.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, don't make me touch it again. I'm a bad... <laughs> it makes it better if you suck your thumb while you do it. Talk about that. Stop
0: talking about cum. Now, if you'll quickly, I'm off to hack... Sasha Banks' phone to see if she's naughty.
1: <laughs> Gross.
0: I just wanna go look at Sasha Banks's I don't wanna see her nipples. I just wanna see side boob covered in what I call cream of mushroom yum.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, if you guys ever wanna think, I think women's wrestling's come a long way and then you want to feel comfortable in the fact that things haven't changed from your childhood and you're in your early thirties. Just type Alexa Bliss into Instagram and prepare to be creeped out. Because <laughs> it's not even like, it's not even that it's like, look at this, look at this hot chick. It's always like, if we went, it'll be a picture of Alexa Bliss with like an entire novel. Like if we went to dinner, here's exactly how it goes. She'd discover that I'm the best author ever. And then we'd get married right there. No kissing because that makes God angry.
0: The one thing I know about A.J. Lee is that she'd be called A.J.P. when she says I do to me. I'd piss on her. Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this this week on The Wrestle Review, we're talking about uh, a man who didn't age because his skin was too taut because of all the fat. It's King Kong Bundy.
1: Oh, yeah, he didn't age, he just looked like he got sadder. Yeah,
0: he, he didn't age, it's just he realized what people thought of him.
1: And also, very funny, where uh, he's so angry at everyone in wrestling, save for Paul Hogan. That's it. That's the only guy he's not mad at. Yeah, he's
0: the only guy that was nice to him.
1: He should have been the WWF champion from 1986 until right until his passing, in his mind. He's like... In, in one breath, King Kong Bundy is both the st- absolute stereotype of a professional wrestler being like, eh, no one ever should have beat me. Uh, Chris Jericho is legally a girl because he's not six.
0: Legally girl.
1: <laughs> and then also the complete antithesis of any pro wrestler where he had a divas career. By what that I mean... WWF was like, you can't work here anymore, and he said, okay, I'll just do some other shit. Yeah. And then he just had another life completely, came back to wrestling for a spat, and the WWF said bye-bye, and he said, okay, bye-bye, too.
0: Yeah, and then he just had a bunch of cats.
1: Yeah, he tried stand up. I still can't find him doing stand-up.
0: Oh, God. you Like, you know that he opened up with, like... Hey, I'm not against gay people getting married, but you ain't sucking dick in my church. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Being that, what are they going to do when they get married? You may now fuck the bride and his ass? Yeah. Nah, nah, not in my America.
0: Let me ask you this, right? If you're at a fucking uh, gay guy's house, right, uh, you can kill him. <laughs> king Kong. I used to be king. They called me King Kong Bundy. Because, you know, they just call me King Kong. They'd be like, hey, why aren't you black? <laughs> oh, no. like, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Dylan...
1: Uh, you guessing his jokes are good.
0: Uh, Dylan and I were stand-up comedians in Canada in the late 2000s into the 2010s. We've met guys that would have wa- listened to those jokes and are like, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah, that'll work in Lethbridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want that- to...
1: Oh, buddy, what a working lesson. There's a guy
0: named Stan who now works at a gas station that I guarantee is right now listening to this and going, he's stealing my jokes.
1: No, there's no way that man knows how to use the internet still.
0: Oh, God. I hope that guy's still working at the oh, gas I station. Oh, I see you
1: got one of those scary boxes. That's what he says when he sees a home computer. Uh, he still calls it the scary box, and he calls it the, the magic beeper. Is that I-
0: Yeah, why are you calling your mom on your TV? <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit your mom's on tv this show sucks <laughs> all she does is talk about you gross. So gross
0: i don't like it i don't like you all
1: right well that's ladies and gentlemen for fuck's sakes this of course is the wrestler review i'm dylan gott and
0: i am also dylan gott but my name's john hastings
1: Ooh, this is the episode on, obviously, King Kong Bundy. It'd be Bundy. really fun if this was not about King Kong
0: Bundy. <laughs> All right, the King Kong Bundy's been laid to rest. All right, let's talk about Tori Wilson, who might be next week. All
1: right. <laughs> Tori Wilson is next week. For this week, of course, it's King Kong Bundy, baby. He was born in 1955. Woo! He got into wrestling uh, accidentally because this is how wrestling used to work. Yeah, yeah. They called his brother house, brother's house, to give him a tryout, and old Chris just showed up. That's King Kong Bundy's real name. Old Chris Bundy or whatever just showed right up, and then they were like, "Hey, you're the, you're a fucking huge ass. You look like Humpty Dumpty's evil brother. Get in here and fuck some guys."
0: That's the the last part is not what happened. He didn't have sex with any men, not. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, I have to say this about Chris Palaeus. There's not a lot said about his family, which is an interesting situation. Ten cats. I have a feeling we're going to find a skull or two in that backyard that uh, belongs to a cheerleader that disappeared after a practice. Now,
1: I I think it'll be an ice cream man that wouldn't sell him enough. I want it all of it. Hey, I want you to know. <laughs> Fat.
0: Um, Pally, uh, was trained by Larry Sharp at the Monster Factory in Belmar, New Jersey. New Jersey, by the way, has so many fucking wrestling schools. It's something about...
1: Of course it of does. Of course it
0: does. It's, 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 it's New York for people that can't afford New York. So they go to New Jersey and they're like, I uh, could make it on Broadway because they didn't want me to body slam Carmen. So... <sighs> Now I, now I work here in White Plains. Um, He first wrestled at the WWF. By the way, he'll never refer to it as the WWE because he's he and I'm quoting.
1: That's great. This is doesn't want to
0: be associated by someone who had to lay down for the World Wildlife Fund. Yeah, all those
1: bitch slapped.
0: All those fucking pussies (laughs) out there trying to make sure that the (laughs) fucking environment stays alive. I got news for, for something about the environment. Fuck you. Yeah, just the most need. I love a needlessly alpha male situation. Are you going to sit down? Nah. not. It's not nighttime. You only sit down when it's nighttime.
1: You get the feeling that this dude never got in a fight that he didn't think he could win. You know? Like, he never just properly yes. got the living shit kicked
0: No, out. no, no. I will go. I'll do you one better. No, 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 no. I'll do you one better. Never got into a fight, but always walked around being like, I'd
1: win in a fight. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. He seems like the type of guy who would be, like, super nice to everyone's uh, face and then kind of, like, start fucking uh, making fun of them behind their back. But I totally would have kicked that guy's ass. You, should, you saw that, right? Anyway, I'm gonna eat Joe Louis till mommy likes
0: me. Yeah, everyone be quiet. It's time for me to talk to these cookies about who's more delicious.
1: <laughs> you make a good point third cookie let's see a fourth cookie disappears.
0: also by the way if you are struggling with weight you are beautiful and I love you that said if your name is also Chris Palais and you're now dead you're a bit of an asshole Chris Palais then made his way <laughs> from the uh, from New Jersey to World Class uh, Wrestling Association oh god imagine going from New Jersey oh well, we should talk uh, New Jersey we should talk oh go ahead yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh no! I was gonna say we should talk about how he was. Uh, he was trained by Larry Sharp in the Monster Factory. Just because, a best name for a wrestling school, and B most appropriate because the Monster Factory produced King Kong Bundy, Bam Bam Bigelow. Like that's his. That's like the first graduating class.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: New Jersey just had so many thick-headed large men who wanted to. Yeah, just (laughs) just so many. Yeah, New Jersey six four cosplayers are rife in New Jersey.
0: New Jersey in the middle eighties was just a bunch of dudes who looked like they were bouncers for nightclubs. Fourteen year old girls could get into, and twenty one year old guys could get into.
1: Uh, (laughs) I like the idea that in New Jersey right now there's just a bunch of six four guys. Gonna work on my lats, then dress up as one of the characters from Overwatch.
0: Listen, oh
1: god. (laughs)
0: Um, I will say this about. Really
1: brings out my thighs. Here's how you know
0: someone uh, graduated from the Monster Factory as a professional wrestler. They describe women in very off-putting ways. Like you know, King Kong Buddy once looked at a girl and said, "Like, ooh, she smells like soap." (laughs)
1: She's
0: one of those. Yeah, she's the kind of girl who won't make you a sandwich, but she'll watch you eat it. (laughs) <laughs> so, What's f- even more off-putting by me saying that, by the way, is in the background I heard Dylan's wife coughing as if she was like, oh, well, now I have the consumption because of these jokes.
1: <laughs> yeah, goddamn right.
0: Consume that dick! I'm so sorry.
1: No, <laughs> oh, you're right. He... Started wrestling under Chris Canyon, Chris Canyon Senior.
0: Yeah, he was Chris Canyon Senior. Yeah, King Kong Bundy was was Chris Canyon that we know from WCW's disappointed father at the news of Chris Canyon's sexuality.
1: Oh man, one of the worst moments in wrestling is when he oh. comes out of the closet at that wrestling show and everyone's like,
0: Boo. "Oh, it's the worst! It's the worst <laughs> time to be a wrestling fan." Yeah.
1: And then, and then Diamond Dallas Page is like, "No, cheer him!"
0: And- oh, it's also, Yeah. <laughs> Not in wrestling. Yeah. What? But he's gay. <laughs> like I guarantee, that was so many people's thought in the arena that night. They're like, "We would," but like, but dime like, it's gay. It's
1: so weird that wrestling it has filled with homophobes. But like, the other thing is, and I heard this said. I didn't certainly, I didn't say this, but if you want to know the worst, <laughs> where the wor- where the worst part of the world is going, just watch wrestling and wait a couple of years. We've said this numerous times, but I knew Trump was gonna get in when. Jack Swagger turned face just based off promos by Dutch Mantel that were like... I
0: yeah. Was
1: like, yeah. Yeah. Goddamn right. A steel cage is kind of a wall. Every match is a cage match. <laughs> oh, God <damn> it! Yeah. <laughs> you gotta climb over the goddamn wall if you wanna get in the ring with Swagger.
0: My favorite match, Hell in a Cell. I want my country to be the ring in the Hell in a Cell.
1: <laughs> Alright, so he's, uh, he's Chris Cannon and... This is good, actually. I really like the, quickly, just on the side, the origin of the five count. Because it would be easy to say he just had a five count because that's how bad he's beating people. But it's a really good, it's a really, like, kind of a cool origin, I thought, is that he claims that, like, someone... He beat some wrestler, and then the wrestler said it was a quick count. So he's like, "Well, now I just get them to count to five. So, which I think is good.
0: He's also incredible. Like, he's one of those guys. He's like, he's sort of the the precursor of how Vince McMahon makes any of the people that he's decided is his favorite. Is he is so protected throughout his early part of his career? There's no real talks of losses. Yeah. My God. Okay, so he has WAF development of the five count. He then heads into the territories. His first big run is in WCWA World Class Wrestling Association, which I think no, but it was World Class. Cha- I'm looking at the wrong research. Um, uh, he
1: no WCCW. I get it. World uh, World Class Championship Championship Wrestling. Like there was, yeah, it was, or just call it World Class. He goes to World. Class. They mi- They mixed the letters around a bunch once they started seceding. Whatever.
0: Oh, that's what yeah, it is.
1: He, he wrestled Fritz von Erich in Fritz's final match. The of course the first part of the story was that he was a family friend of the Von Erics and then he turned on the Von Erics just exactly how everyone's fucking story was, and yeah, he loses to... Fred
0: this is the best Warriors part. The, the best part. Champion. We gotta put over this monster heel who will carry the company, but first a man in his 60s who's wearing an orange t-shirt and does most of the match for some reason on the grass of the football stadium beats, beats him clean.
1: Yeah, man, I mean, this is like, this is why... In the grand scheme of promoters, whenever whenever anyone, how this guy is, comparatively. I do,
0: oh, again, like, you've made this point a million times on the show. I don't think he's as good. He's the same.
1: What do you mean, as good? Like, no, he's better than Fritz Braun-Erik.
0: Yeah, he hasn't killed four people that were his sons. That's, that like, is better, I guess. Braun
1: Strowman's storyline wasn't Braun Strowman flips cars, everyone gets into Braun Strowman, and then Triple H pedigrees Braun Strowman, and that's that. Brock
0: Lesnar's storyline was that for a minute. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's storyline is that. Triple H is... No, 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 no. The best
1: thing they had in the company to get him back over. Don't fucking
0: talk over me. Brock Lesnar. But that... No, but that was Triple H. Triple H was... Triple H literally beat... Okay.
1: White Boots Triple H was a scourge.
0: White Boots Triple H. But White Boots Triple H lasted until, like, uh, CM Punk went through all of this. Um, Brock Lesnar, by the way, the beginning of Brock Lesnar's run... Was beaten by John Cena, beaten by Triple H, and now we have to rebuild him as a monster heel. Now that those two guys have humbled him, like it's it's only yeah. very recently Triple H has rehabbed his reputation, and mostly that's NXT. Yeah. So never fucking correct, never fucking correct me again, or you're gonna get it.
1: The good thing that uh, the, the good thing for Triple H's reputation is the reason for this Batista match. The reason for this Triple H Batista match is because Batista always wanted to be a heel and Triple H a babyface and do a match of Mania. Like, that's all he wants. Yeah. And, like, whereas, if, if without that context, you would just
0: yeah this is a but that's exactly it we've had it, we've like had it. from
1: guardians like if chris pratt wanted the same thing chris pratt's getting to be the heel and triple h will fight
0: amazing. oh yeah, yeah. well that, that we are it is shaping up to be to being a main like a mania much like the mania where um bret hart fought vince mcmahon where it's just like oh i can't wait to be bored for five hours
1: really i mean I mean, let's not timestamp this too much because we don't know when people will be listening to this. But Jesus Christ, I'm pumped for Mania.
0: Yeah, but you love bad things. You love guacamole.
1: No, I think it's going to be great. You like
0: guacamole on chocolate bars.
1: <laughs> that probably doesn't taste that bad. <laughs> it just tastes... It's probably just like kind of like weird butter on a chocolate bar.
0: I mean, I want you to try this. I want you to try guacamole on a chocolate
1: bar. I'll try it. I'll live stream it. I'll twitch it.
0: Well, I want you to twitch it, but I'm going to be naked.
1: Oh, also, guys, uh, please donate to our Patreon feed. I'm trying to change my Xbox Live name back. I was reported uh, two months ago. It's 10 bucks to change your goddamn Xbox Live name. <laughs> Someone reported me. I know why, too. I beat a guy four times in a row, and he had a created character in UFC, and then he reported my name. It was Come Drinker420. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dylan's trying for a child, anyway. <laughs>
1: How else you try <laughs> yeah, <he's coming. laughs> yeah, he's coming. We're trying. Ooh, I'm trying. That one, I tried. <laughs> that load tried. <laughs> I'm trying. So, wait. So, people can
0: report each other's names? Okay. We- oh, let-
1: yeah. I mean, if you're a fucking sore loser who created your own goddamn character who's 100 and everything, and then I beat you with.
0: In the week of this release, um, if you join Patreon and give us $10, you get to pick Dylan's Facebook Live name.
1: (laughs) Xbox Live. Yes. Yes. 100%. I'm not going to. All right. I'm going to set boundaries. (laughs) Not going to pick racist ones. No racism. But sexual in nature, true <laughs> No racism, no pedophilia, anything out of that, yeah.
0: Okay, but how, what if it's Jerry Lawler come drinker 420? Just add Jerry
1: Lawler? <laughs> uh, I think Jerry Lawler 469. <laughs> Jerry Lawler 469, four 14 year olds or whatever, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> there's grass on the field, Jerry's fucked. Maybe like yeah, that. If grass,
0: yeah, if there's grass on the field, Jerry's going to mow a cock into it and then fuck teenagers in both the testicles.
1: <laughs> so, a bit of a sidetrack there, but in 82, of course, he uh, his first name was Big Daddy Bundy, and then he becomes King Kong Bundy, which I didn't really think about this until reading through the research. No, I, there's nothing in the research about this, but do you think Bruiser Brody was pissed? Because wouldn't it... Isn't this exactly just King Kong Brody?
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. But wait, but wasn't King Kong Brody later? Because King Kong Brody was somewhere because Brody couldn't use Bruiser, I thought.
1: Maybe. I think maybe because it was the King Kong knee drop is what Brody had. I thought maybe it was just like Japan because Japan's, you know... They love monster movies so they just called him King Kong Brody instead of No cuz he
0: Brody. was Bruiser Brody over there. I think he was King Kong Bruiser Brody in like the AWA or somewhere where, or where Dick the Bruiser was. Yeah. So I think it just depends. So yeah. I think it was I think actually King Kong Bundy was first cuz he was Big Daddy Bundy. Cool. He debuted as Big Daddy Bundy then joined with Gary Hart, then became King Kong Bundy. Uh, of course.
1: Let's say this though: King Kong, King Kong the ape
0: was probably. No, um, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think probably King Kong the ape was.
0: Here's the. This is the biggest indictment of Peter Jackson's movie King Kong. I would rather.
1: Whoa! I didn't see this coming.
0: I would rather watch King Kong Bundy take a weak, sharp shit than watch that movie ever again.
1: Man, King Kong Bundy's offense looks like shit. Like I don't. This guy. All these shoot interviews is talking about how everyone now is too small, and Bret Hart shouldn't, or Shawn Michaels shouldn't have been champion because they're too small. And this guy's offense literally looks like me going to the fridge and slipping. It's like it's like, oh, what's your finishing move? I run at a guy, but it's not running because I don't run ever, and then I kind of smush him.
0: I kind of run to. I I do. I I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you fucking fat bitch
0: (laughs) Dylan's looking in the mirror again Now, listen um, But King Kong Bundy is very interesting His entire early career is literally He's the very first Vince McMahon style of This is how I make a star And it's never worked, by the way Like, if you think about it Because it's protect, protect, protect don't worry about them having an offense don't worry about them needing to know how to tell a story as a wrestler just protect them protect him, protect them and then it doesn't work out because literally look he doesn't really have an offense he's given all of these high profile matches even when he's in mid-south um they are fucking pushing him to the moon and this is a story from jim corney if you listen to that podcast he talks about it all the time which was but they just couldn't get him over. Uh, famously, Ernie Ladd grabbed him and went, "Bunde, you're given all of this uh opportunity, and then you just dummy yourself right out of position." And he just behaved like kind of an idiot and wouldn't listen. And the problem was, his look was really good. And Vince McMahon's partner is like, "I don't need that guy to wrestle. I need him to be on a poster. That's what I need that guy to do."
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the classic Vince McMahon thing, as you said. Though he comes in super hot. Uh, He beats a bunch of people, then he loses to Hulk Hogan, and then...
0: Yes, but no, but it's different. Again, because it's the first time, and also, he has the most... If you watch the first... So we're now skipping. We're all over the place. He wraps up at World Class. He ends up, of course, back in the WWF as the big takeover is happening with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is now in charge of the company. Sorry, we
1: should say, before this, before this, though, he wrestles in uh, Mid-South and the AWA. Like, basically... He started wrestling in 1981. By 1984, he's been to every big territory, and then 85, he's in the world's first worldwide professional wrestling company and headlining WrestleMania two years.
0: God, I hope he saved his money. Go ahead, Dylan.
1: Like he's of course this guy. Of course this guy quit wrestling in '88 for the first time. He never, you know what I mean? Like he never. Re- Not to say he never really liked it, but it's, like, everything was just such a steep climb for him that when he plateaus, you don't know what to do.
0: Very true. And he's top of the... Like, please also remember that he's top of the card in all of these places because they look at it. It is exactly what I just said. We don't need him to wrestle. We need him on a poster.
1: Well, because he can't wrestle. He's, He's a good promo. Like, he's a good promo. Like, you can just see he's just, like, a big dude from New Jersey who thinks he's tough shit. So, that's perfect for wrestling. Like believing wrestling's great for guys like cm punk like cm punk is the perfect pro wrestler cm punk even convinced ufc fans that he could fight because he's just so deluded
0: yeah you made the best the the cm punk episode by the way is the best point Dylan has ever made in in life, and he proposed marriage to someone, which was CM Punk is an exceptional wrestler and was so good he convinced people he knew how to punch, and we learned ten seconds into the Mickey Gall fight he did not know how to punch.
1: Yeah, it's great. He was he's like he, he's the best. That's what wrestlers are. They're just sneak like that's what, and I think that's kind of weirdly what wrestling everyone's complaining about wrestling missing that thing. And it's just missing, like, fucking snake oil salesmen.
0: Yeah, it's missing scumbags. It has too many athletes. It's hilariously has too many athletes yeah, in it.
1: Yeah, too many fans and too many athletes, exactly.
0: Yeah, it could do with...
1: It's like, you just need some fucking psychos. Like, I think King Kong Bunny's not a psycho, certainly not along the lines of, like, all the drugs and shit. But, like, he's a fucking... Clearly, in the, some of these interviews, you can tell he's...
0: Um. But that's also... Of course you'd be deluded. You literally start doing something, and... Yeah. You know, 20 minutes... Like, 20 minutes later... You're now, um, you're now the top of the card. Like, he, he would be like, why are these other people complaining? Just do what I did.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a lot like, yeah, it's a lot like an actor basically being like, I don't understand what everyone's complaining about. My first three movies were Gus Van Zandt movies, and then my fourth one was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, I gained critical acclaim, and then now am in one of the biggest movies of all time. But we should uh, talk about his WWF run on the uh, fun side of the break because we're over twenty minutes here. So on the other side of the break, we'll be talking about King Kong uh, Bundy's WWF run and then his other WWF run and then maybe if we get a chance, his uh, commercial for computers.
0: Yeah, and also let's not forget his various appearances on Married with Children.
1: Married with Children.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna go take a break while I am cool and Dylan pulls his pud.
1: I'm gonna jack off. <laughs>
0: I've been, uh, I've been, sl- I've been putting a cup on my skin mound where my dick is, so it actually makes my cock bigger.
1: That's the start of this ad. Oh, Please go to patreoncom <laughs> backslash wrestler <review> and donate <laughs> and donate to us. Five dollars gets you exclusive access to our Patreon feed and episodes ahead of time. For twenty-five bucks, you can select a wrestler to review. One guy did Buck Zoom off who is a pedophile rapist and we still reviewed him, goddammit. We have no allegiances.
0: Go to Patreon to hear the Buck Zoom off episode, also known as the time where two friends are pushed to the fucking edge.
1: <laughs> yo, 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 patreon.com backslash review or rate us on iTunes. Subscribe. Throw yourself out a fucking window. Who gets a shit?
0: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the year is 1985, and we're staying alive. Why? Because we want to see what Vince McMahon's got planned for this thing he wants to call the Colossal Tussle. Then someone says, oh, Vince, don't do that. That sounds like you have a head injury. So um, they instead start, what is it called? Wrestlemania, and at Wrestlemania, the most exciting part of that Wrestlemania is King Kong Bundy literally destroying specially, Special Delivery Jones.
1: Yes, in uh, in 17 seconds, he beats Special Delivery Jones uh, via, via a running at him and smushing him and then lying down slowly. <laughs> What's your finishing move? Ice cream.
0: My finishing <laughs> move is I want to go to my favorite place, which is the ground.
1: <laughs> this is my favorite place
0: I want to sleep with you uh, he's saying that to his he's saying that to a hero sub now
1: that matches it. <laughs> he is man oh sorry I like that he's uh, managed by Jimmy Hart uh, and he doesn't like being managed by Jimmy Hart because he feels like Jimmy Hart's too cartooning, and then he complains about Jimmy Hart as a roommate because <laughs> Jimmy Hart would trim his mustache in the sink, it's- which is insane. That's like in prison if you were like, yeah, that guy doesn't share his books very often. Like, <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts, like, <laughs> did blow till 9 a.m. and then just had a snake in the room. While Adrian Adonis is like shaking, trying to sleep. Uh, uh, first of and all, King Kong buddy's like, I don't think he's, you think he's too messy. I picked a bad example. For Adrian sure. Adonis, by the way, Adrian was not Ducks. trying to
0: sleep. Adrian Adonis would be like, God damn it, Jake! I told you not to do my
1: emergency cocaine. Good thing I got my special backup cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> now let's fill all these chambers with cocaine and put it up our nose and shoot the gun into our nose Here's the thing
0: you gotta know about me, Adrian Adonis is today I am supposed to be a baker, but then I keep just doing drugs and eating And so I've ballooned up past a reasonable weight to be shirtless in front of a lot of people Because I'm not even athletic at this point They're gonna put me in a dress, little do they knew that's my plan.
1: <laughs> they put me in a dress, and uh, little do they know that's the only time I'm gone. Yeah, little
0: do they know that I was abused by a father who didn't understand that sometimes people aren't born to the correct body. Old Adrian Adonis <laughs> <laughs> wants to be named <laughs> Annabelle Adonis, but no one will listen to me. Luckily, Vince McMahon has a much more open mind than you realize if you just whisper ideas into his head while he's passed out in a steroid stupor, and you end up living your dream of getting to be on WrestleMania three.
1: I would love to do a, uh, we should do an Adrian Adonis episode soon just so we can see how homophobic things oh, were boy. in the uh, mid Just, <laughs> it, just the, oh, I can man. sum it up for one sentence. Adrian
0: Adonis is hosting a show called The Flower Shop. Here's how we make Rowdy, Pi- Rowdy Piper a face. Have him go destroy The Flower Shop because men don't like flowers.
1: Oh no. All right, Roddy, just go be yourself. Okay. You mean go beat the gay guy? I got what you're saying, Vince.
0: I guarantee that's how it went. Oh, you got it. Just point me towards the Peter Paul and Mary if you know what I'm saying. Okay, good to see you.
1: Just tell me where the thing that's different than everything I like goes and I'll fucking. Yeah, hit just it. let me know where the old mud helmet is and I'll take care of it for you, pal. So this was another one, is apparently the original plans for WrestleMania 2 were King Kong Bundy versus or sorry, uh Hulk Hogan versus Randy yes. Savage. And Bundy said, fuck that, I should face Hogan because Randy Savage is a buck eighty five before he went to WCW and did the steroids that probably killed him, which I mean, harsh but fair, uh, plainly put, harsh, but probably, but fair. yeah, probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he says uh, that Savage once told him he was going to die early. And then uh, Bundy at the time of the interview uh, is still alive while Savage is dead. So he goes to the camera and said, fuck you. <laughs> and that, of course, kick off died at 61, because you know what I mean? uh steroids and blow will kill you uh no i mean actually savage outlived him because savage was older than him savage was 63 and bundy was 61 oh that's good stuff i don't think it counts if you're like hey you're gonna die one day and the guy's 80 and then it's like me now and then the guy dies three years later because he was 83 and then i'm like yeah fuck you i outlived you i'm like no man (laughs) he was he was on a different yeah he lived more of this life than you did nah i did it's crazy that cakes are just as bad for you as pills and steroids, but that's life. Isn't takes it? Takes longer to catch up to you, baby. You just you just in that dull cake high for your whole life, you know. So good. It's true that your band dull cake high
0: never ter- took off the way I wanted it to.
1: I would love to be in a band where we just sing about cakes ooh cheesecake na 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 na, 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 na. that i get a kid there yeah, but <laughs> it all starts about cake and then it becomes about the real you, cake, do have that you know that playlist of that guy just singing about cocks. no it's my the band my dick everyone look up <laughs> the band my dick you can download the all the, the albums for free just look it up you won't be disappointed at all it's called my dick it's great so then, then this is where the great thing about uh, any wrestler is. King Kong Bundy then claims he came up with Jericho Holics. Yep.
0: Oh yeah. We're, this is getting <laughs> real good. He-
1: I love that every wrestler is like, so you uh, wrestled Wild Bill Irwin once in nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, and I came up with Real American, and also ropes were my idea. Like, every wrestler has to claim that they invented something so Yeah, mean. it's the best. Also, it's when did you have fans in the WWE? You were a bad guy the
0: whole fucking time.
1: But, I mean, that's the point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Dylan. Is to ironically call them Bundaholics, John. I don't think he understands. I don't think John don't, understands. There's
0: nothing King Kong Bundy that's quote-unquote ironic, mate.
1: In the Attitude Era though, he should have been around because he would have just done the exact oh, same Oh, the attitude no the Attitude Era would have been bad. King Kong Bundy. Anyone
0: from the early WrestleManias that was anywhere near the Attitude Era, they were like, Oh, your gimmick is you are you're a puddle of cum. You're puddle of cums. And <laughs> and this guy's gonna chase you around and he's just a giant Kleenex. And then it would take them two weeks to realize, oh, that guy looks like he's in the KKK. All right, everyone's fired.
1: No, this is everyone. Like, this legit would have happened if he was around uh, in '99. Is that Terry Runnels would have come out and they would have had an angle where she fucked King Kong Bundy. And then he was like, I guess you don't have such a big, big King Kong downstairs. <laughs> You've only got till five. And everyone's like, Ooh, he's got a five inch dick. And then Jim Ross goes, That's actually a respectable size, though. <laughs> That's actually fine. If he, if he there's this disjessable, it's a it's a fine size. Just below average. Is that uh
0: width or length? That's all I want to know for my wife.
1: <laughs> you stupid bitch.
0: My wife Jan. She's <laughs> always been a girth gal. She always said, I don't need
1: <laughs> I don't need you to touch the bu-. My lovely wife Jan, of course, is a girth yeah. gal. <laughs> Loves the sides. Don't. Doesn't need it to go far on the back. Thank you very much, Jan.
0: I love you and I, I don't you. need the water to touch the bucket. I need it to rub against the sides.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 1986, what do you do when King Kong Bunny has just lost to uh, Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania? That's right. You have some return matches and then you form a fucking tag team because who gives you okay, right? Let's, let's just run ta- through
0: the Hulk Hogan buildup is it's the classic Hulk Hogan buildup. Attack Hulk Hogan, injure Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan comes back. They put
1: it in a steel cage for literally no reason. And uh, can I say this yes? though? Yes, it's the it's the beginning of the Hulk Hogan build up because this is the first time they do the monster versus Hulk Hogan thing uh, on a big stage because it's uh, the first one. The first WrestleMania, of course, is Hogan, uh, Hogan and T Roddy versus Piper, Piper yeah. and Orndorff, right? And then Orndorff also feuds with Hogan. So this is like the first time they go right in having Hulk Hogan against a big monster. Holy shit, Hulk Hogan's in trouble for the first time. Absolutely, and it was also the idea that he was injured. They also
0: put it in a steel cage. This is the first time you see the blue steel cage. There's a lot of rumors about it. It was also the first time that they had the rules where you climb out or you walk through the door and that's how you win a steel cage match that never been done before, and the theory...
1: <laughs> you know why? Because, for sure, this is what because of King Kong Bundy.
0: The King Kong Bundy didn't want to get pinned? Yeah, I agree.
1: No, no, no. I mean, the walk through the door Oh, part. because
0: of King Kong Bundy not being able to climb over?
1: Yeah, because I'm not climbing yeah,
0: that. Yeah, 100%. And they were like, yeah, don't worry, you're not lo- you are not winning this match either. He was like, no, but I, I'm not... Yeah, I, no, I. but he's in the ring. We'll call it in the ring. Oh, you can call whatever you want. If you somehow kill... Like, you know the old joke about what happens um, if you miss a cue for the leg drop, what the referees were effectively told to do? Which was you what? You count to two and then fake a heart attack.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah was George stuff. the
0: Animal Steel told someone that. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you count to two and then fake a heart
1: attack. Blair, huh? And then he also told people, shh, they're just sleeping. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he did that. Be- they're just sleeping with... Without yeah eating. there's nothing
0: bad that dylan's talking about he's just talking about that sometimes george the animal steel would come into a hotel room late and then pop to bed and he didn't want to disturb his roommate
1: that's what i'm talking about tea yeah oh it's a fun prank fun fun prank prank but anyway uh, first so the 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 build is uh, king kong bundy just beats the shit out of hulk hogan hulk hogan's coming into the match injured and it's good i mean it is what it is it's not a good match at all everyone hates it except for king Serviceable kong Bunny. match
0: on a really bad pay-per-view i got like it's it's the best match
1: on the pay-per-view this is the f- this is the f- three one but right? this is the three different venues yeah, correct a, it's a hard watch everybody yeah i remember watching this as a kid being like i guess sometimes things are just bad <laughs> like i didn't realize things could be yeah, bad like it's one of those things
0: where it made a bunch of money um which was great and it looks really cool like it's the one where you're like when does wrestling ever get good celebrities? You watch WrestleMania 2 when they're at their like the like they're at the white hotness of the rock and wrestling connection and they have like really good celebrities. Yeah, man. Ozzy Ozzie Osborne commentates one of the matches. I'm sure he has no idea he ever went to a WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is definitely white bread and ants phase, Oh Ozzy. yeah.
0: Oh, this is also the classic uh at this wrestling event. Yeah. Tommy Lee took his girlfriend, as they were taking the limo home, um, she kept saying, your mom's a cunt, Tommy, and then he knocked her teeth out in a limousine, and here's the best part. Jesus fucking here's Christ. Here's how you know that story, is he, Tommy Lee, wrote it in a book about why he didn't date that girl anymore. <laughs> Tommy Lee's a... F- and then he, um, years later, killed a child yeah. in Oh, and, and hit his wife. Like, here's the thing that's like, think this, this is like, oh, you know... Is the Me Too movement that important? 100%. 100 fucking... Tommy Lee's, Tommy Lee's chapters in the, the Motley Crew book, The Dirt, could be called, Here's Why I Beat Up Women, and also, I Know Nikki six.
1: <laughs> Here's why sometimes you just gotta take care of business. It's not that they're talking, it's that they shouldn't ever be talking. Jesus fucking Christ. Bundy, after he loses, forms tag team... With your boy, uh, Big John Stud, where they feud with the machines. Now, the machines are two masked big boys, Bill E.D. and Blackjack Mulligan, and they would do triple threat matches from time to time with uh, Stud and Bundy and their manager, Bobby Heenan. And the third machine would always be basically uh, Hogan or Piper or other like over baby faces and they had an elongated storyline where basically Andre the Giant wasn't allowed to wrestle, wrestle because he was suspended and Andre would put a mask on and just say and just call himself Andre Machine and they would be like that's Andre the Giant and they'd be like no that's Andre Machine it's not Andre the Giant teehee and that was the whole storyline and in this era it worked great cuz it's clearly Andre the Giant and You're just not, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's the same thing as like having a loser leaves town match and then they have him wrestle as like whatever. Like John Cena lost a loser leaves town match and then he wrestled as Juan Cena for a while in a mask. Like it's great. Still have the guy on there, but he wrestles in a mask. It's it's nice and easy. Dusty
0: Rhodes' favorite fucking premise for any sort of match. Ah, baby. I lose. yeah, the Midnight, yeah, Midnight Rider. Midnight Rider. Best version of this by the way ever was the Midnight Rider. Go ahead, Dylan.
1: Ooh, baby. So then uh Big John Stud leaves the possibly WWF because, in 1986 because he was
0: bullied out of there by Andre the Giant, which sets up King Kong Bundy to have a really big in 1987. What happens in 1987,
1: uh, Dylan? Uh the only thing I really remember from 1987 for King Kong Bundy was he got DDT'd by Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> That's good stuff. What's better is that he uh Uh,
0: forced at least one little person wrestler to retire because at WrestleMania three he uh, went against uh, the original plan for the match and dropped a full elbow on a little person. I can't remember if it was Little Tokyo or the one who is clearly Italian but pretending to be native in the
1: match. (laughs) I mean... That's every, the once again, they find Italian people, and if they tan well enough, they're like, you're an Arabic guy now. <laughs> they're like, no, but I'm Italian. now nah, but see, the thing is, no self-respecting Arabic person would portray the character we have planned, so get out there, buddy. What's
0: your name, son? They call me Giuseppe. Ah, uh, what's that? Taruk Akbur?
1: <laughs> but Bundy is kept... Kind of. Uh, sorry, he was past. Pester- it was Little Beaver. He fucked yes, up. Little Beaver. He fucks up. Thank you very much, Dylan. But he made it to uh, the finals of the King of the Ring tournament, uh, where he was beat by Randy Savage. And basically, Bundy's kept in that what we now know as the cane roll. Yeah. Great. Of he, you heat- you heat him up sometimes, but he's always gonna lose to the new guy you're trying yeah. to push. But basically, he, w- he wins four to five, and two of those are squash matches to keep him nice and strong. Now. The problems he runs into at the WWF essentially are that he begins taking his own endeavors and doing his own things with his money. Uh, apparently, I mean, he did a co- he did a company. Sorry, he did a commercial for a PC, like a home computer, and Vince apparently was very mad about that uh, at the time because he wanted to have obviously he wanted to have final say over every single like. Ad you ever did and get money From everything you ever did so basically Not only is Vince McMahon The way wrestling contracts Are essentially put Together is that these Guys and I'm sure The average age is probably our age Of the people listen to this so this isn't too boring But it's operated Like you're an employee But in the letter Of the law as far as the tax man's concerned you're Self employed so Vince McMahon does not take tax off of any of your earnings, but you can only do what he says. So you're operating like it's just a show. Like, technically, legally, Randy Orton could show up on All Elite Wrestling any fucking time he wanted. Yeah. Like, technically. if Because from the letter of the law, he's not an employee. He's a fucking self-contractor. But in reality, This no is deaths. why during the WWE,
0: WCW wars, people that would jump ship and all that sort of stuff... There was no problem. Rick Rude was able to jump ship. The reason why Rick Rude and everyone now has is they have non-competes built into their contract for this specific reason. Before, you could just be like, "Ah, fuck you," yeah. but that now they have all these non-competes specifically yeah. to avoid that and to still get around the employment issue. And it's all down to health care and
1: probably also, you know,
0: harassment issues.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is um, the craziest thing and something we'll actually have to talk about in depth when we do the episode on uh, Raven is that Raven's lawsuit of what makes us, why aren't we employees, why are we treated like employees when we're actually subcontractors uh, and the WWF winning that lawsuit was huge because that means that basically like unionization, bye-bye, like there's no way they can ever fucking unionize. But I mean Vince Man just probably Googles like before he goes to bed, he googles unions and just complains about them. Like even if it's like any union he finds, it's just some weird union from a small town of two thousand people, and he's like, You wouldn't have to team up if any of you were good. And then he just send email go every to time
0: Mr. Man's in a college town, he burns down the student union. Thank you, everyone. I'm I'm here all week. <laughs>
1: Uh, so uh, Bundy goes into semi-retirement. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, was about to say, I was about to say the exact same thing. He goes into semi-retirement
0: and just basically winds down, probably lives a life I assume as a grumpy man at a deli, tells a lot of people why Macho Man Randy Savage isn't cool, probably him and the Honky Tonk Man eat a lot of pie and are just like, we're the best. No, we are the best.
1: Follow up from that is he returns six years later. Six years later. He learns six years later, he's only 37 at the time, so this is prime time for making money, but it's 1994 to 1996. He literally, or sorry, 1995. He literally comes back at the lowest point in WWF well, the other thing history. Is he's brought
0: back as, remember this guy? It's one of those things where Vince is scraping the bottle of the barrel to try and get any sort of nostalgia heat going on. King Kong Bundy was a big deal. Also, the one other thing that King Kong Bundy encountered is he was a baby face. His skin was tighter around the eyes, and he looked more like a monster. He came back in yeah. 94, and he looked like an angry big guy. Also, his style had been aped yeah. by everybody. A lot of people were doing short matches. A lot of people were doing squash matches. A lot of people looked fucking scary. And a lot of people looked scarier than King Kong Bundy. Now, King Kong Bundy's back yeah. is that problem of... Oh no, he actually was the innovator of that style, but so many people have done it now, he
1: looks hack. I don't think that he's the innovator of the style, but he's the first guy you would associate with the WWF <laughs> yes. style that way. Like he's not the fir- he's not the first fat guy to lay on somebody. Like that's been around for- since wrestling was a thing. But I agree, like it's hard for King Kong Bundy to stand out when you're looking at Mabel. Yeah, great it's like point. The, it's the same fucking. Like, thing. Because uh, you're like, he comes. Why in with, isn't he
0: rapping? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, this is King. This is King Mabel time, and it's like, all right. So you're. I'm supposed to be scared of King Kong Bundy. When a guy who's legit twice his fucking size, like, a hundred pounds heavier and about a half foot taller is also wrestling? Like, what makes this guy better than Mabel? Like, 100% Bundy's a better performer at this time. 100% he's a better performer. But, you know, like, obviously... He's fucking. Uh, he's not. He's just not as big. And if that's what your whole selling point is, like Bundy thinks that's the whole selling point for wrestling as a thing, then it's just who's the biggest. Like, then wrestling would just be Giant Kurgan versus Giant Silva, and everyone finally. And everyone oh, would, uh, what a match it, that would be! They just that would be they so. They just keep good. falling down. <laughs> so he doesn't, uh, and he doesn't like that. This basically was like, oh, Bret and Sean were the champs. Nothing really happened. He was just kind of in the million dollar corporation and then he fizzled out because they kind of stopped using him he said it was frustrating and this does sound frustrating he's like it's basically frustrating because he'd not get any interview time and he's watching bearer horror What's do interviews that's so funny
0: yeah but it's also he was also put with the million dollar corporation that's not really a good fit for him because it's again he's in there with sid vicious and Kamala, who are basically doing what was his gimmick but better and more dynamic. So he just can't stand out no matter what the situation.
1: Yeah, precisely. He's yeah, and then he just wrestles um he just wrestles indie matches until two thousand seven when he sort of stopped uh, wrestling
0: Yeah. He just sort of stopped wrestling, had a nice time, got ten cats, occasionally appeared on Married with Children as two different characters making their universe flawed. And then shoot shoot interview yep. showed up and he probably made a nice living. Here's what basically happened, King Kong Bundy episode. Here's the story in a sentence: A man saved his money. Thank God. Ooh, what a nice time we've had.
1: <laughs> yep, he had ten cats, and uh, he was in the class action lawsuit uh, for the long-term neurological injury, which they've lost, by the and, way. And uh, the they, <laughs> of course, they lost because it's like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon looked up lawyers in the dictionary, sorry, in the uh, phone book, and then he was like, called up and he was like, are you evil? And the guy was like, I would describe myself as evil, and then he would hang up the phone, and then he just found, he found, like, guaranteed Vince McMahon is at the same exact crew of lawyers that got jerry lawler off being a pedophile <laughs> he's like you're good because you know he did it and you I, still by got the way that already. is exactly
0: like, what happened like the guy who defended him i can't remember his name right now but it's the, he's had the same lawyer since the 80s and
1: yeah they have a they have a, well i mean he beat the fucking government this guy did yeah
0: that's the that's a great point Vince man but also Vince McMahon definitely didn't deal steroids he just did them
1: for sure he didn't deal the steroids but like if you listen to i mean We've I've already recommended my dick, so why not fucking... Uh, <laughs> why not just do another one? But the Wrestlemania 10 uh, podcast of Something to Wrestle With, where Bruce Prichard briefly talks about what it was like to have the government hound them. The government was putting the fucking squeeze on assets, and this is, of course, during the King Kong Bundy era. And 100%, part of the reason why King Kong Bundy was not used as much is because King Kong Bundy values his own time. He came into wrestling at a high point, so he probably probably had a higher price tag than Mr. Bear Horowitz, and that's probably why Barry was doing the fucking interviews and King Kong Bundy was taking his low end of his downside is because Bundy wanted fucking 500 bucks for an interview and Vince couldn't spare the 500 bucks. We talked about it last week with Bill Alfonso. They they couldn't afford the travel cost of flying a guy from Florida even though he was a, they knew he was a better referee. Like yeah. these are if a guy beat the government with you, you're going to ride and die with that guy till the day you fucking die. Like there's no way. They were putting the squeeze on this dude's assets and they, he still came out on top. You make good points, Dylan. What a crazy 5 years. Like from 19 from 1990 like I don't know when the lawsuit exactly started, but from the early 90s to the late 90s, like, he dealt with a billionaire and the government, and he beat them both. Yeah. Like, of course, Vince McMahon, his whole his whole storyline after that was just like, whoever the, who I think is the hottest woman I get to make out with her now, that's my character. I'm a bad guy, but also, okay, fuck you. Okay, the
0: 90s, you. he beat a billionaire and the government, and in the 2000s, he anointed the next president. Goddamn right, buddy, and never forget never that. Never fucking forget. Um, Dylan, what's the best thing about King Kong Bundy?
1: I think his promos, I mean, I mean, there's not much else to him. He's a big fat guy who uh, talked good, but then uh, in the ring it was like, yeah. It was like watching a guy where you're like, oh, you need to go to rehab. And he's like, I'm fine. And you're like, actually, though, all right. to say you're 100% <laughs>
0: wrong. It was the five count. That's the best part. That's true, yeah. He maybe had... The worst finish. Character move. defining fucking move is that fucking five count. Oh, I love it. Je t'aime beaucoup.
1: So simple, yeah. So simple, so good. Um and the worst thing about King Kong Bundy is any of his finishers. He they all looked terrible. And it's another reason why he couldn't stand up in the mid-90s. It's a great reason why, I think it's a, sorry, a good reason why he got out of wrestling perfectly. Like, I think he could have been a good draw till the early 90s. And he definitely could have worked in WCW um, and made uh, some good money. But, I mean, wrestling moves started looking cool in the early 90s. And they haven't looked back since. So... Terrible, terrible Wrong. Finishers. The Splash and the Avalanche, both bad. Worst thing about him is his ring attire. Worst thing in the world. Oh, I think... You think it was his ring yeah, attire? I
0: fucking hate it. He looks awful.
1: His He would have looked so much
0: more intimidating.
1: I think it's just his thighs looked bad. His thighs might be the oh, worst thing. Oh, yeah, of course. Google King Kong Bunny right now and look at his you thighs. You love a body shame,
0: don't you, Dylan? Bad. They're bad. You're bad. That's what you eat. <laughs> look
1: at his yeah, thighs. Look at his fucking yeah, thighs. Maybe you look in the fucking mirror.
0: Maybe fucking have some humanity, Dylan.
1: Uh, No, I'm looking at his thighs right now.
0: <laughs> All right, you win this round.
1: Look at his thighs. I, gotta, I don't want to. They sound really bad. I got to send you a picture of his thighs, and you're going to be like, oh, no. All right. Yeah, man. I mean, he's like... It's the other thing where it's like... It's good that wrestling moved past guys like this because your finishing move can't just be like, I'm fatter. <laughs> you know what I mean? But do you work out? Like, at least, like... That's the other thing. Guys like Mabel, guys like. Um, oh my God, who's another fucking fat guy? I I, I can think of some, but I'm going to let. Bigelow. Yeah, I'm going to say Yokozuna. You can say Yokozuna. Yeah. Yokozuna's perfect example. He was a big. He looked like a big, strong man. I guess King Kong Money should have just worn yes. pants. All right, here we go. I just sent you a picture of. There you go. Look at that. This is great radio. Oh, uh, no. There you go. You're sad, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I am sad.
0: Everybody, go look at King Kong Bundy's thighs and then evaluate your life.
1: <laughs> well, Ladies and gentlemen. His upper body's so big and his lower body is so small. I'll tell you what else is so small. The time we have left on this show. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Please donate to Patreon. Please suck me off. Ladies and gentlemen, this one's for you, King Kong Bundy. your assholes. There you go. You took a shit yeah, in your pants.
0: I did what he did every day. Shit himself. <laughs>
1: Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, You've been so nice. Please donate to us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Wrestler Review on Twitter and Instagram and the Wrestler Review Podcast on Facebook. Please, please show up to our houses and call us little boys. Thank you very much for (laughs) listening, guys. We'll be back next week with Tori Wilson. Suck, Suck me off.